Welcome to Sandra Ray's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. You're listening to episode number 15. Hi everyone, welcome to day 7 of the series of 10 webinars, I can't believe we're on day 7, to connect with your angels to create a better life, a life you love and a life that loves you. So today we are on an exciting topic which I know a lot of you will be interested in and it is manifesting with the angels so that you can finally get what you want. So this is a topic that is close to my heart. I love the topic of manifesting and I love it because it's something that can be quite simple and straightforward but also very complex and have a lot of emotions related to it and it's something that I love exploring, I love having fun with, I love examining how it works and you know I think that it's something that everybody can master but it's just knowing how to do that. So today we're going to talk about that. So the first question is what is manifesting? So the good news is it's not magic, there is a formula to it and if you follow the formula then you can manifest what you want in your life. But the bad news, I suppose, is that it does take a little bit of work and it does take um, work on your mindset and how you operate and how you believe things. And that can sometimes be easy to change or it can be difficult to change. So it depends on the person. It totally depends on the person. And if you're somebody with very strict, uh, rigid beliefs, it can be harder to change rather than somebody who's quite open and open to new things. So it just totally depends, but it doesn't mean that you can't manifest. It just means that it may take a little bit longer. So let me explain how it works. So when you manifest, you have a thought. It all starts with a thought. And that thought is about something that you want to bring about in your life. So the you then see the realization of that thought in the material world, which is when it manifests in the material world. So on a simple level, say you have a thought that you would like to have pasta for dinner. You would then set in motion a series of events that will bring about the result of you having pasta for dinner, the result that you have desired. So probably what you'll do is you'll check to see what ingredients you'll need. You'll check to see what you have in your kitchen. You'll then go out and buy things if you need to buy things and you'll come home, you'll prepare the food and then it will result in you consuming the food and you will have manifested having pasta for dinner. So you may say to me, well, you know, that's very simple because you just go out and buy the stuff. You're not actually manifesting anything because you're just buying the things. Um, But buying it and creating it is manifesting it in your life. Manifesting doesn't have to be pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Manifesting is very simple. It's having a thought and then getting the result of that thought of what you wanted and seeing it in your life. That's what it is. So you don't have to wait for somebody to come and present you with that dinner and say, here you go, ta-da, I read your mind and I don't know what you want. You can go out and create that for yourself. And I think a lot of people, um, they probably limit themselves and they think that other people have to present them or the universe has to present them with what they want. Whereas we can actively be participants in the manifestation of what we want. In fact, 
it's a necessity that we are participants in the manifestation of what we want. So and we can be more active in some cases and less active in others, and that's fine. But we do have to participate and take action when needed. And sometimes the universe is giving us signals and signs to take action, but we're ignoring them. But we'll talk about that more in a minute. So that example, you might think, well, it's very simplified because, you know, it's easy to go out and, you know, buy pasta and have pasta for dinner. Um, it's easy for you because that's something that's available to you. Um, but if you were to say to somebody in a third world country living in poverty, um, who may not even have, you know, three meals a day, um, if you can manifest pasta for dinner, that concept may be a very difficult concept for them to get their head around because they don't believe it's possible. It certainly is possible, but it may be a monumentous thing for them to manifest because it's not normal for them to have pasta for dinner and for it to be as easy for them to achieve that. So it's all about perspective. What can be really easy for one person to manifest in their lives can be so difficult for another person. And it's the same if you were to give an example of someone who's a multi-millionaire and they wanted to manifest a new sports car in their life, um, just to uh, give an example. Um, so if somebody wanted to manifest a new sports car and they're multimillionaire, it would be the same for them as your thought of, I want to have pasta for dinner. They would simply go out and research cards, research the one that they want to pick, they'll buy the car and they'll bring it home with them. And it's as easy as creating pasta for dinner as it is for you. Um, if on the other hand, I would say to you that you are to manifest a new sports car in your life at a very expensive one, and you didn't have the funds to do that, you might think, well, that's impossible because I don't have the money and blah, blah, blah. So that would then be conceived as being difficult to manifest in your life because at the moment from where you are from your perspective that you have right now you don't see how that can manifest it's easy for the person who's a multimillionaire to manifest because they can see how it can manifest they can see the exact steps in the process and they have the funds available so it's very easy now a course in miracles teaches that there is no order of difficulty in miracles so what does that mean? It means that for the universe, if you ask for something which you perceive to be small, it's as easy for the universe to manifest that in your life as it is for if you ask for something that you perceive to be big. So if you asked for a penny to find a penny in the street, you'll find it, the universe will provide that. If you asked for a hundred thousand euro, the universe will provide that. It's just as easy for each scenario for the universe to provide. There is no order of difficulty in miracles. The difficulty lies in our belief, in our belief that something's easy or that something's hard. So if we perceive that it's easy to find a penny in the street or a cent in the street, then it will be easy to do that and it will be easy to find. If we perceive that it's easy to create 100,000 euro in our lives, then it will be easy. And it's going back to that multimillionaire. To that multimillionaire, it's easy for them to manifest 100,000 euro in their life. So of course, they keep manifesting more and more money because that's easy for them to do. And there is, if there's no um, blocks that they're holding against manifesting that. So 
I just want you to get your head around what I suppose helps to manifest is your belief in how easy or how difficult that thing is. Okay, so I'm going to talk you through a manifesting formula that I've created and hopefully this will make it a little bit easier for you. So step one is to gather your team. So what does that mean? If we are doing things alone, it can often be more difficult than if we're doing things together in a group um, and using the resources available to us. And um, I think, I don't know if it's Course of Miracles that said, if two or more come together with the same purpose, then we can move mountains, then we can create miracles. So gather your team. So that can be, you know, people in your life who are supporting you, who will support you in your goals and be very careful who you choose because just because somebody in your life, like your parents love you, doesn't mean that they'll support you in something that they think is crazy or an outlandish goal. So be careful who you pick. Pick people who really do support you. And for me, gathering my team means gathering my angelic team of light to help me in the process also. So we can work with certain angels who are responsible for certain things. So for example, if we want to create greater abundance in our lives, we can work with Archangel Zadkiel, who is associated with abundance. Um, So if we work with the angels who are responsible for certain things, if we're looking to attract a loving relationship, we can work with Haniel, who is known to be a guardian of loving relationships. So I'll talk a bit more about the angels and their guardianships later on, but gather your team is the first step. So gather your team if it's a physical person, great, but even if you're not working with a person um, or you know a team of people, if you gather your divine angelic team of light to work with you and pick the angels who are associated with what you're trying to manifest in your life. Um, step two, so decide and define what you want. So this is getting really clear about what you want. So what it is you want, when you want to have it, how much, if there's like a figure involved, why you want to have it. That's really important. Why, why is it you want to manifest this in your life? So go through all the what, when, where, how, why. And actually, sorry, the how isn't even the most important part because the universe will often give you the breadcrumbs as to the how along the way. So you don't need to know the how. It's just getting clear about what it is you want, when you want to have it, how much you want to have, or, you know, really defining what that looks like to you. And also asking, is this aligned with my soul? Is this something that my soul wants for me? And if there's something better that my soul wants for me that is not even in my conscious awareness to make that clear to me now so that I can adjust my course towards that instead. So that's really important to getting into alignment with what your soul has in mind for you rather than fighting your soul or working against your soul um, to please the ego. Because the last thing you want to do is to work towards the ego's agenda because the ego is never fulfilled. And if the ego has something in mind like a sports car, not saying that that's not a good thing to have, we can have anything that we want. But if the ego is looking for things to make you feel better about yourself or coming from a place of lack, 
then you will never be fulfilled because the ego is never fulfilled. And what will happen is you may get that thing, you may get the thing that you're desiring or that your ego is desiring, but you won't get the fulfillment that you're looking for. If you are manifesting from a place of soul intention, then you will receive the fulfillment and the joy that you are looking for. Because ultimately, that's what we want. It's not about the things. It's not about the manifesting. It's about the emotions that we want to feel. We want to feel fulfillment and joy and love and peace and happiness in our lives. And it's through doing certain things, it's through achieving certain things, it's through getting certain things that that can help us to feel that way. But if you're coming from a place of lack and saying, I won't feel happy until... I get this thing or I do this thing, then you are going to always not feel happy because you're relying on that thing, something external to you in order to feel happy. And it works the other way around. When you're manifesting, you have to first feel happy and feel fulfilled and then what you're manifesting will come about. So you have to first feel the emotions that you want to feel and then the thing will come about that you are looking for. So just to be really clear about that part. So that's why it's important to get to the why of what you want. So when you're deciding and defining what you want, getting to the why of what you want. And if the why is, if you're saying, well, I want this because I want people to respect me, um, then asking yourself, well, why do I want people to respect me? And when you like really drill down, it's probably going to come to, well, I want people to respect me because I've never received respect or I never feel worthy. So I want to feel worthy. And it's probably coming down to self-worth. And then you'll ask yourself, well, why don't I feel worthy? And it may be that you were, you know, experienced something as a child where you didn't feel worthy and you've carried that with you. Maybe that's just the thing that needs to be resolved. Maybe you don't need to actually manifest something in your life. Maybe you just need to resolve that feeling of not feeling worthy. Um, so that's when I say manifesting is really easy and it's also complex because getting to the bottom of why we want to manifest can be a really like an eye opener as to what our motives are and why we're trying to manifest certain things in our lives in the first place. Okay, so step, where are we? Step three is identifying limiting beliefs. So why you can't have what you want. So this is a really important step. When you, most of us are trying to manifest, we only focus on what we want and we don't think about why we can't have that. Certainly it may be in the back of our minds and that may be preventing us from getting it, but we're not bringing it to the forefront. We're not bringing it front of mind so that we can then clear it. So identify why you can't have what you feel you want and write it down, write down all the reasons why you feel you can't have it, all the limitations, all the things that are blocking you, all the reasons why you feel that that's not possible for you and just write all of it down until you can't write anymore and it might surprise yourself when you start writing that there is so much to write. So keep going, keep writing until you can't write anymore, identify all the reasons why you can't have what you want and then move on to step four which is reprogramming your subconscious beliefs. So you identify you've identified all the reasons why you can't have it. So then begin to just pick your top three reasons. And you can work through all of them, but pick your top three things that seem the biggest obstacles to you, the biggest things that stand out, and just pick those top three things. And then begin to ask yourself, 
why you can't have it and what it is that you are preventing yourself from how you're preventing yourself from having it so when you reprogram your subconscious beliefs you do so through positive affirmations through setting anchors and that can be like pinning words or positive affirmations around your house on your phone on your computer so that you constantly see these things and you'll get to reprogram your subconscious and we talked a little bit about this in yesterday so I'm not going to go into it in too much detail but if you've identified all the things that are holding you back then you can start to change it but if you haven't identified it then you won't be able to change it so after you've done that, you move on to step five, which is to take inspired action. So when you're working with your angelic team of light, they are going to be guiding you each step of the way and they're going to be giving you little messages, little hints, little tips about how you can manifest quicker, how you can get to where you want quicker and how you can receive what you want to receive in your life. So take inspired action. If the angels, if your guides are guiding you to do certain things, if they're guiding you not to do certain things and just to wait know that if you follow their guidance then what you want will manifest in your life but if you're not following their guidance then you may go off course or it may take a little bit longer and you have to course correct and you may not get there as fast or you may not see the results as, you, as fast as you want to and it's not always about speed sometimes it's about being patient and waiting because we are in the course of reprogramming our limiting beliefs and if it's a really ingrained belief it could be something that takes a little bit longer to manifest in your life. Um, I remember reading a lovely story by Pam Grout in E-squared about a friend of hers who was trying to manifest a certain guitar in his life who um, was into guitars and this was like an expensive guitar. And he put the intention out there and he was you know, waiting to see this manifest in his life and he was doing things towards achieving that but he wasn't seeing it and after about a year or so he didn't give up he stayed true to what he knew was coming to him and he stayed true to what he knew he wanted and after a year he had the same conviction that he would receive that guitar as he did when he started out he didn't give up he didn't lose faith and at the end of that year um, one of his parents was at a car boot sale and they picked up a guitar for his daughter, which they thought would be a nice little present for her to play with. And they said, look, we found this old guitar. It's like, you know, something your daughter can probably play with. And it's a bit, you know, dusty and old, but she'll probably get a bit of fun out of it. And it turned out it was the very guitar that he was looking for, but it was also a limited edition version of that guitar, which was actually worth $20,000. So... He kept his goal in mind, he stayed true to what he wanted and then he waited patiently for that to manifest in his life and you know it could be that that could have manifested through receiving the money for him to go out and buy it himself or it can manifest in other ways so just be open to all the ways in which the things can manifest in your life. Sometimes you have to go and you know take action and go out and do something sometimes you just have to wait for it to to receive what it is that you want so working with your angels you will get really clear about if you're to take action if you're to wait if you're to do something if you're not to do something and you'll be clear whereas if you're not working with your angels then you might be a little bit lost and thinking should I do something should I not do something what am I meant to be doing 
And then the final thing is to receive. So this is the really important part. The most important part is to receive what you've asked for, because a lot of the times we may have asked for something, but we're not open to receiving it in our lives. So be open to receiving, be open to whatever it is that you've asked for. And if you're not open to receiving, going back to identifying limiting beliefs around why it is you don't feel open to receiving that. So I talked a little bit about the list of angels and their guardianships, and I talked about how um, if you're attracting abundance to work with angel Zadkiel. I'm just going to give you a few other angels and I'm going to give you a resource that you can go to to find a list of these angels. So for divine inspiration, um, Zekiel is the angel to turn to. For new ideas, Yusuman is the angel to call upon. Um, for clarifying issues or clarifying your life, you can work with Ramiel. For destiny, you can work with angel Oriel. And for dreams, ambitions and hopes, you can work with Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, many of us are familiar with. Um, for decision making, you can work with Zuriel. And to have faith in yourself, you can work with Pistis Sophia. And managing your finances, you can work with Vasariah. And for health and wholeness, you can work with Sophiel. And careers, which is a big thing for a lot of people, you can work with Jophiel. For joy in your life, you can work with Haniel and for loving relationships, again, Haniel. And if you're looking for a list of all the angels and the guardianships, this is something that I got from the Angel Almanac, which is a book by Angela McGurr, which I highly recommend. It's a wonderful book and there's a full list of angels and their guardianships that you can find in that book. So let me know how you get on. Enjoy practicing, you know, manifesting what you want in life. Have fun with it. Experiment with it. Pick something small to start with so that it's not something huge that you're going to be stressed about. Pick something really small and begin to enjoy the process. And I will see you tomorrow for day eight. Looking forward to seeing you then. Bye bye.